Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard loves top teams and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game. My message today is we're trying to win. What time score? We are dry on the right circle. No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Ultra Platform. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. And we continue our free agent frenzy. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you at Oilers Now. First hour of the show, we heard from the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers, Kyle Turris, on a two-year deal, 1.65 AAV along with uh, Mark Spector and uh, longtime NHLer and longtime NHL broadcaster Alan May. In this hour, Elliot Friedman and former Edmonton Oilers goaltender, former Anaheim Ducks goaltending coach Dwayne Rollison in 23 seconds time. Dwayne will be our Oilers now headliner today for touchback safety. Touchback remains open for training, taking all necessary precautions to ensure the safety of their staff and clients. So far, the Oilers have signed the following. Kyle Turris, one-year deal, 1.65, and then they've signed Anton Forsberg to be number three organizational goalie uh, for their farm team in Bakersfield, along with Alan Quine, one of the top players in the HL last Last year to possibly be a 5C for the Oilers 13 forward or to be Brendan down in Bakersfield and Seth Griffith as well. Uh, we will tell you the second hour of Oilers now is brought to you by our title sponsor and that is Digitex. And without further ado, Rolly the goalie, Dwayne Rollison joins us right now here in Oilers now. Dwayne, right now it looks like Jacob Markstrom is... Uh, Headed to the Calgary Flames. It's not been confirmed yet, but there are multiple reports saying they are uh, leading at the clubhouse. Now, a lot of people would ask, why would Edmonton get in on uh, a goaltender like Markstrom, who might end up getting $5 million a year on a six- or seven-year deal? 
when they have Miko Koskinen, and one guy had a 917 and one guy had a 918 save percentage. Thank you for doing the show. And maybe you saw a lot of uh, Markstrom over the last couple of years. What did you see with uh, uh, Jacob Markstrom? Um, just with, with Jacob compared to Miko. I, I love Miko. He was in training camp with me in uh, Long Island. So, uh, you know, but the difference between the two, I think Markstrom has been a lot more consistent. Um, yeah, his numbers are roughly about the same. But, you know, the consistency over throughout the year, um, and that and that's what you need. It's not about it's not about having a big game tonight and then the big game three games down the road. It's it's being consistent and and for any team, and especially with uh, with a cap flat situation, you, you don't want to overspend either. You know, there's so there's ways to you got to think about it. And Ken's in a tough spot because you got Miko on a fairly fairly healthy deal and then to go get a, a guy like Markstrom who's wanting five or six or whatever is being reported now you got eight eight or nine million dollars wrapped up into your goaltending which uh, it's a little tough to to hammer if you want to try and make some other upgrades so but uh, the consistency between the two is, is what uh, would push me towards getting a, a Markstrom type of player. You know it's kind of interesting Dwayne I remember when Kevin Lowe traded the number one to get you and I yeah. said, and I said, okay, I, I get a second round pick, but a first round pick, and then you help lead the team to the Stanley Cup final. So shows you what I like. And, and I guess, and you got better as you got older. And and I, I wonder if like like here's the thing. I think for a lot of the Oilers fans, they're looking at Koskinen and going two years left at four point five million. If we have to go five, six, or seven years on on Markstrom at, you know, numbers north of what Koskinen's at, you're taking a guy from 31 to 37 years of age. That might be a little bit concerning. But I think you you do believe that goaltenders, they're kind, are they like wine? Do they get better with age if they work? If they if they're, they work at it, yes. And you get the right toolage, you get the right people around, they, get, they definitely do get better. Um, you know, it's just it's the injuries that, uh, that you worry about as they get older and you know, Miko sort of had his injuries, but but he was young. You know, he was in Long Island, and he, uh, I think he had sports hernia and then a knee or a hip that, you know, so which took him back overseas. And you know, Markstrom has had a pretty healthy career so far. You know, he got hurt uh, a little bit uh, right before the the work stoppage of uh, the pandemic, uh, but you know, he was able to bounce back and have a great playoff uh, season this year so you know it's, it's that's the biggest concern is is as they get older the durability uh, of them and you know you don't want to have five or six or seven million dollars sitting sitting on the ir and it doesn't matter if it's a player or or a goalie um you just don't want that and the risk is a little bit higher for a goalie to get injured as they get older and they're playing more and they get more fatigued and things like that so um that that's a risk and you know if you look at mr holland's track record with his goaltending he's always been a little bit more of of you know not paying a overpaying a guy <clears throat> he wants a veteran guy that uh, is willing to take a lower lower uh, lower money to and be a star you know so you know for him he's probably going to stay <clears throat> the way he's done it in the past uh, 
and rightfully so, uh, uh, especially with being a cap flat. It's tough to go spend. When you were in Anaheim, you guys went through a bunch. I, I'm and I, I'm trying to get the years right here. When you retired, that went to Anaheim to help them out with goaltending. But like they, they ran through. You know, they had Brisgal off there, and then they had Hiller there, and, and then they had Foss there, and, and then eventually, obviously, the best of the guys is the, the kid that's there right now, right? I mean, that's 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 a top five goaltender in the league, though he had some tough moments uh, last year, John Gibson. Uh, but in the West, Dwayne. More so in the, than in the East. And potentially if we play a tight, let's say we get 60 games in between February 1st and the end of uh, February, March, April, May, and the end of May. So 60 games in four months. Are you going to need two goaltenders instead of carrying one guy? What do you think? I think so. I, I do believe. Um, uh, it, it's hard to play consistently back to back to back you know like you're playing three and four nights three and four nights like you, you got to give a guy a rest or now you're you're risking injury right so you you need to get somebody that reliable backup uh, you know i think we talked about this before we, we had anton in in anaheim and you're like you asked me at the beginning of the year it's like you got gibson you got anderson why you guys go sign anton it's right. because we need a backup that can play 20 games or 25 games and you know if one or both of these guys go down he can take the ball and give you 10 or 15 games straight while those guys are are nursing injuries so you got to find somebody to that can can fill that void of okay we just lost our number one guy he's down for 10 games you know a guy that's a, a backup who can go come in and give you that one game you know, here and then one game there, you know, you don't want to pay them a lot of money to, to do that. You, you need somebody that's going to be able to come in and play five or six in a row um, if if need be, you know. So you really got to, you know, and like I keep on coming back to the cap flat, it, that's the issue. Like, you know, you don't want to have too much money wrapped up in your goaltending to, you know, that takes away from your D, which takes away from, your forwards and ultimately at the end of the day you know everyone's got to be pulling the same weight and 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 now you got too much money wrapped up in your goaltending and now you can't you know pay a player that you need and so we're joined by Dwayne Rollison, Bob Stoffer on Oilers now. Dwayne was the goaltender coach for the Anaheim Ducks, of course, led the Oilers to the 2006 Stanley Cup final and really sort of evolved as the number one goalie in his 30s. Uh, I want to ask you this just in terms of hypothetically here, if, if indeed Calgary lands Markstrom, and right now it appears as though uh, Calgary is going to get Markstrom. I'm going to throw some names at you. Um, if 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 you're the Oilers, and let's say you're looking at spending somewhere between two to three million dollars, Corey Crawford's thirty-five, Thomas Grice is thirty-four. Um, those two guys are sort of in that range. There's some older guys. Schneider's thirty-four, coming off a tough couple of years of New Jersey. Craig Anderson's thirty-nine. I, I got to say, Craig Anderson fought like hell in his career. He, he's a bit like you to me. And Mike Smith is thirty-eight. What would you do if you were? Uh, and then, and then there's a wild card, and the wild card's Mark Andre Fleury. But of the five free, free agents, because Fleury's not a free agent, of the five free agents I, met, I mentioned, Crawford, Schneider, Anderson, Jimmy Howard. 
Thomas Grace, Mike Smith. There's six free agents there. Aaron Dell is only 31, by the way. Which of those guys do you think would make the most sense? Well, it, obviously it, it comes down to numbers, what they want uh, for me. Uh, with Miko making what he's making, you, you got to find something that that makes sense to the organization and to their their cap space. Um, but with with everything just being as is, like if Craig Anderson's willing to come in and and take a little bit of a, a pay cut to come, I think he's a guy who who you sort of want to bring in to you know mentor Miko. He, he's a guy who battles. He, he works hard every day. He gives his team a chance to win day in and day out, and he's consistent. So that's the, you know, for me, that would be a guy that, you know, I would want to try to bring in and mentor uh, Miko. But, uh, you know, if depending on what Vegas wants to do. There you uh, go. There you know, you go. To me, that, that probably makes the most sense. A uh, guy that's been there, he's done it. He's he's a great guy in the locker room. He's you know a great guy off the ice. He's just one of those guys that would would be a great role model, but also can, as you know, carry 60, 60 plus games and or you know be a thirty game platoon type of uh, platoon type of guy. And you know, as we saw in the playoffs, yeah. Besides his agent, you know, he wasn't causing any. Uh, Rip in the locker room. He was like, hey, I'm just here to win. I just want our team to win, whether I'm playing or not. And that's the type of attitude you need. And if if you're going to try to to groom Miko to be a 60-game guy. So, um, you know, it it all comes down to what, you know, Vegas is willing to eat on uh, on his deal. And And would they trade him? And would would they trade him in the division? Because if the Oilers, I'm here to tell you right now, somehow there was a three-way deal worked out. Because it would have to, I don't think it'd be direct. But if there was a a three-way deal worked out where they ate half the money over the next two years, well, now you're spending $8 million in gold. Between and and, you, and Alan Walsh would have to uh, approve Flurry coming here, but could you put yourself in the shoes of Flurry having a chance to shove it back up? You know what? To the Vegas Golden Knights, who I mean, Flurry was a major reason why they went to the Stanley Cup Final the first year. Dwayne, I mean, if I was, would that not be the ultimate? Opportunity, some might say, to come to a team that's got McDavid and Drysaddle, and oh, by the way, you you'd, you wouldn't have to you know play every game, but you get a chance to fight it out. I just can't see Kelly McCrimmon trading, trading Mark Andre Fleury. Why would he risk that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, um, and back to the cap flat situation yes. here. Yes, that's why they, they if they're going to do whatever they possibly can with him. To you know, alleviate some money so they can make some adjustments on, you know, on their decor, on their forward core, and build a foundation. Uh, they've already tipped their hat. This is what they're going to do. They're not going to have all that money wrapped up in goaltending. Um, you know, so Flurry becomes an option. And yeah, yeah, I get trading within your division, but at the same time, you got to do what's right for for your organization in the long haul. It doesn't. You can't really worry about. Oh, I'm trading Edmonton. You, you can't really worry about that at that point. It's, it's about. Hey, I got to get him off my books. And, and I, I hate to say it that way, but realistically, for a GM, that's what they got to do. It's like I'm looking at numbers. I'm not looking at anything else except for, I got to get this this amount of money off my books so I can 
make room for this. Um, you know, what what does Shay Theodore come up, you know, when he comes up and, you know, all that. All those Alex, per, Alex Petrangelo as well as a free agent, right? They just moved yeah. Stassi out last night. Obviously, yeah. they've got a plan there. Uh, Dwayne, I, I, do, you, do you still think Marc-Andre Fleury is a top-10 goaltender in this league? I think he can be, yes. Okay. I, you know, just, you know, with his experience and what he's done, like, you know, like even in the playoffs, like coming in, those are hard hard games that he came into play. Um, he, he came in and did great, you know. So, you know, I think there's there's he's what somebody needs, um, and I'm not just pinpointing just Edmonton. Like, I, any organization would benefit by having. Him. Totally agree. Does, does does Pittsburgh bring him back? You know, with deciding Jari and trading Matt Murray, that's another question. Do they bring him back? Bring a guy back who they know very well, and they're trying to change the culture in that organization. Do they bring him back because they know that he was a cornerstone to the culture of that uh, that locker room? So, you know, those are all options for for him. Like he's he's sitting back. You know, you know. Okay, where am I going? Type of thing, you know. Yep. Um, and but he's anywhere he goes, it's going to be a good situation for him. Dwayne Rollison joining us. One final question, because I know you got to hit the ice here right away, Dwayne. Um, the importance of a goaltending coach, and I'm thinking of Thomas Grice with the Islanders. Okay, Mitch Corn, all the way back to Dwayne. Uh, did you were you with Mitch Corn in Buffalo at one time? When no, uh, he I wasn't. I missed what, what, him. What, okay. He went to okay. Nashville. All right, so Hashik in Buffalo, then he goes to Nashville and Vokun and Rennie and all those guys exceed expectations. Then he goes to Washington and hope he has his two best years in the NHL. Then then uh, Trotz and Mitch Korn go to the Islanders, and Robin Lehner the first year, and uh, you know uh, Varlamov and Grice this year. Is there something should 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 that concern us with a guy potentially like Thomas Grice? And does that speak volumes of the like? How would you rate a guy like Mitch Corn? Do you think he's part of the reason why these? It seems wherever he goes now, part of it's tied to Trotz and his system. But wherever he goes, goaltenders seem to succeed. Why is that? Um, just you know, I I got to know Mitch over the years uh, when I was playing, and then I was obviously uh, after and once I got into coaching got to talk to him a lot it's just this way he simplifies the game like there's no you know it's hard to for me like if i want to get into terms but but he just keeps it simple you know it's a hate for the cliche of it all but keep it simple stupid realistically for goaltending the more simple you can make it for a goalie the better it is like for me the goalies that get hit in the logo every night and the game looks easy. Those are the best goalies in the world. Uh, yeah, there's time and a place to dive and all that stuff, and you know, make that desperation save. But the more relaxed, the more calm they are. For me, that's the better goalie. And, and Mitch sort of puts that into the guys, installs it into their their technique and and all that stuff. But and you know, I know Mitch has pulled back. He he is with the Islanders as a consultant and more like a liaison to. Uh, I think Craig Billington's there, um, or no, sorry, Terry's there, uh, but more of a liaison for him and sort of helping him sort of work with these guys. But And also Mitch, what he does, he stays out of the way. You know, uh, hey, it's your day. It's your free day. You do whatever you want. 
it's you're going to practice you don't have to hear me hear me talk and you know i learned that from mitch like you got to stay out of guys ways and let them you know work with them make some changes but let them figure out the changes on their own and and he does that very well like okay here we're going to make this change blah 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 here's what we're doing how we're doing it why we're doing it now it's up to you to work on it for the next couple of days and we'll come back so and that's that's Mitch's philosophy, and um, and that's uh, I think that's part of his success of why guys have success underneath them. Awesome stuff. Thank you very much, uh, Dwayne, for joining us, and uh, we'll touch base down the uh, road. It was great seeing you three weeks ago. Sounds good, Bob. Great seeing you too. Hopefully everyone's doing well there. Say hi to Oil Country, Corey. All right, that is former Edmonton Oiler Dwayne Rollison talking about goaltenders. Again, he thinks Markstrom's pretty good. Uh, it's going to be a question of term. And a bunch of you jumped on the Ashley Fine Floors text line and said, yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury. Well, all day on Marc-Andre Fleury. Wait till you hear Jack Michaels talk about him coming up at about 135 today. We have had some more signings. It's interesting. Once the Oilers got Kyle Turris on a one-year deal, $1.65 million, that maybe eliminated a guy like Alex Wenberg. Wenberg has signed with Bill Zito and the Florida Panthers. Zito was the assistant GM in Columbus. Wenberg, like Turris, was bought out. One-year deal, $2.25 million. Tyler Pitlick, former Edmonton Oiler, has signed with Eric. Arizona, two years, $1.75 million. So they bought out uh, Michael Grabner and basically signed uh, left shot, right shot. Pitt looks a little bit more physical. Grabner's two-time 27 goal score. Uh, Matt Murray, officially the contract is four years, $6.25 million in Ottawa. Anton Hudobin has signed a three-year extension with the Dallas Stars. 3.3 million per the Jacob Markstrom to Calgary rumors that's what's out there there have been some rumors that the Oilers are out on Markstrom there has been nothing finalized as of yet 12 26 in Edmonton Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you we'll take a quick timeout you're listening to Oilers now hi this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 630 chat 1228 in Edmonton. We are going to head off to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. They've got face masks for everybody. Elite Promotional Marketing is Edmonton-owned and operated. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com with some quick hitters. Here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, before things opened up officially today, Lightning GM Julian Brisebois put Tyler Johnson on waivers. He carries a $5 million cap hit through 2023-24. Yesterday, the Jets brought back veteran center Paul Stafford in a trade with Vegas that sent Carl Dahlstrom and a conditional fourth rounder in 2020 to the desert. Montreal extended Victor Mete another year, $735,000 there. He will compete for a third pairing spot. And Buffalo extended Zemgis Gergensens for three years, $2.2 million per season there. That was all leading into our streamlined coverage today. 1229 in Edmonton. Uh, we're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We're back with Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Cree Resort Casino when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.